What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. What? You know, thrice. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been so long since we've done this that I need to get back into the groove of things, man. Yes, Yala yeah. is your thrice weekly podcast uh, where we touch on the hottest news with a with a touch of what, Terrence? Touch of uh, good old humor. But I have to correct you there. You say thrice uh, weekly. What's I know, today, today's date? What's today's date? 7th <laughs> Jan. Today's 7th Jan. 7th Jan 2022. And our last podcast upload, I think, I think was... 28th, 28th December. 28th. So, so yeah, like, not thrice weekly, admittedly. Yeah. Uh, we were on a bit of a hiatus mm. <laughs> since the last podcast episode. But now, we are kick-starting it. And yeah, we'll be back on the thrice a week bandwagon very soon. Yeah. And well, I mean, uh, I think it's, it's important to let everyone know also why we're on a hiatus as well, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, we weren't just sitting on our asses most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're actually still powering through a shoot uh, mm. for the sci fi comedy that we're doing that we're super excited about that you mm-hmm. will hear about in the coming weeks. Mm. Um, but yeah, and, and yeah, like that, that, that was a very big part of the last few weeks. Uh, we're not. So we we we're working through the holidays, uh, essentially. Yeah, I did yeah. go. I did travel. I did travel. Admittedly, I did mm. travel. Uh, we recorded one episode. Um, yeah. but then yeah, like we before before like December so far has been fucking busy for us, which which yeah, which is great, which is a great problem to have. But yeah, now we're getting back on track. We're back, and I must say, it has warmed my heart to see how many people and listeners have have either posted on Reddit or Instagram or messaged me saying, "Hey, when is the next episode?" Really mm. fucking warms my heart, man. Yeah, yeah, it does, it does. It's really yeah. a, a very heartwarming thing, uh, even as we're, you know, working through uh, a lot of other projects at the same time. Yeah, we, yeah. Always, we always feel like, oh, damn it, we gotta gotta get back to the grind. On, on yeah, this gotta again, get la. back to the grind. Gotta get yeah, back yeah, to yeah. the grind. And here but we are, I mean, man. But for, for, I mean, other than just the grind also, la, it's just uh, quite cathartic, la, right, to talk through uh, some of these issues. Oh yeah, man. See them happening around us. Oh yeah, man. I, I yeah, it yeah. really, I felt, I felt the the void in my life. Uh. and the I mean, void. The, the void. void. And based on the the responses we've been getting, also feels like it was a void in your life too. So, so once again, thanks for warming my heart amongst warming other things. Uh. Mm, mm, mm. That's yeah. Right. Was it was it cold when you traveled? Uh, it was cold at the start, but then by the end, when I went to uh my where my aunt was staying in Tenerife. Uh, it was nice, like nice temperature, like twenty early low low twenties. Mm, yeah, it's, but it's I also been, heard it's been so cold. In, it's been cold in Singapore. Yeah, the last couple <laughs> of weeks. Uh, I also heard back. low twenties yeah. in Singapore, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And certain yes, nights, yeah. like, it rained for basically it rained for like three days nonstop, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. January, yeah. And we will last get week. to we will get to the time period when it rained very soon because it factors into our first topic, la. Mm, but before but, that, but before that, yes. We have a we have our customary plug of the week, mm. um, and it is the fact that I think in the last podcast which dropped on twenty eighth December we announced that we're having our first ever live podcast recording on twenty first January um, at this event called Funny Fridays, which is organized uh, by National Gallery as part of the Night to Light campaign, mm. um, and. It was so fucking amazing to know that within one day all the tickets sold out. Yeah, one day, man. Yeah, like we actually. Yeah, we and I mean 
it, it was weird because the other events were still available and it might still be available. So when that happened, we actually emailed National Gallery and we were like, um, okay, we're getting some uh, comments from our fans saying that, okay, they can't buy any more tickets. And they said, yeah, it's sold out. We we're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then there uh, was subsequently, Lawrence Wong, you know, they announced that, uh, yeah, they're, they're loosening. I'm not saying loosening, but like I think gather for those large uh events and conferences and gatherings all that they're loosening yeah. the restrictions a little bit yeah. so actually uh more tickets were released for the event la, right yeah uh, yesterday I would, I said, no i think there's a couple oh, of days day ago already yeah. oh yeah yeah correct couple correct of couple days, of more ago. tickets were released for the event uh so i was like okay yeah i can't wait to like tell everyone who hasn't got a ticket yet so you can go and try now then when mm. i went to check out the website hey it was still sold out Sold out again. <laughs> no, I went to ask, is there a problem? Oh. Is that I thought you all released new tickets, then they like, uh yeah, let's check. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We released new tickets and they're all sold out. Hello <laughs> ma. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like great. this is yeah. one of those few times, right? Where where as much as I want to like, you know, uh yeah, put put a damper on and everything and say, Oh, maybe, you know, it's because that, you know, that day we got Kuma or so and stuff like that. But <laughs> for some surprising reason, they've almost made Arrange this like a like a science experiment where Kuma is the controller, right? Because yeah, every correct. there are three days where Kuma is performing, and then it's the other performer that they they switch around, la. Yeah. So there's Jingxiao and there's Judy Tan, and then there's Ministry of Funny. But the Ministry of Funny one keeps selling out, you know. <laughs> and Kuma, Kuma. So so we can effectively eliminate Kuma as a variable in this in this case already, la, Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's been it's been awesome, and it's quite encouraging because then we want to do more of of such live events and live recordings in future because yeah if, if that's what that's what you guys are up for then fuck yeah man yeah yeah but or we maybe, do have maybe a, yeah. maybe that, that day itself 21st January or something like that, 21st January 2022 yeah like not some, something like that bro <laughs> it's some 21st aus- January yeah. yeah it's like some auspicious day or something like that that you must go out with your significant other for, for the night you know in order for your year to be now you think it's like another that. experiment or something <laughs> i think we can we can conclusively say that okay la, that people want to see the show la. No, no no we can't conclusively say until we get until more they show up. data oh. more data which is more what data. what you're gonna ask for right oh yes 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 correct we do have an ask okay so it is going to be a 30 minute live recording session where we're going to record something that is ultimately going to end up as a podcast but what we record about also kind of depends on the mix of the audience and we know that um, all of you listening uh, a, a bunch of you have bought the tickets and played a big part to it towards it selling up but it would be great if we can know how many of you all are coming because if it's a full Yalabot audience then we will we will record it in one way like if it's a mix then we kind of need to take that into perspective so mm-hmm. we are going to be posting the event photo which was meant to market the event <laughs> which we haven't posted yet on our Yalabot Instagram um, and it would be great if you're coming to the event, if you could just share that post as a story, uh, tag Yalaba, tag Ministry of Funny, and just say how many people are coming. So that, because mm. we know what the capacity is, and if we can figure out what percentage of it are diehard Yalaba fans, we can plan the show accordingly. Mm. So the link to that Instagram post is in the show notes. And yeah, yeah help us out, yo. Yeah, I would even love it for those regular. Uh, listeners on sub on our subreddit to yeah let us know what you want to see man because if if y'all don't give me any information we'll have 30 minutes of like tiktok dancers <laughs> just coordinated because i know you love the tiktok dance so much and the last or time. us having a pronunciation battle uh. 
Yeah, pronunciation battle. Pronunciation but, battle. But you know one one you know why I'm really looking forward to this post. Uh, you know why? Mm, why? This will be the first humble brag post of the year for for me, lah. Uh, you know. Oh, uh, the first time that I can the share something on my personal one and just humble brag the shit out of it and tell everyone I'm so humbled. Uh, you know, because no, I haven't yeah, had the yeah. chance to do anything like that yet. Uh. But everyone, I see everyone for the since last year, since last Christmas, all the resolutions and everything, they've been humble bragging the sh- shit out of everything. Really, uh. <laughs> and and how I'm just waiting, you know, to, to for my turn. Uh. No, and then you can also couple it with like, you know, 2021 meant so much to me and here are the areas of my life of what I've achieved and all that and now it has all culminated in a live event that people, that has sold out. Uh. And then yeah. I can go on LinkedIn and just an- announce that I'm happy to share that our event sold out and then yeah, tag yeah. all the people who made it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, PM, yeah. PM, PM, yeah. PM man. me your, your, your ideas for, you know, how, how you should do it. And actually, like, every time someone asks you to PM them ideas, they don't really give a shit. Uh, nah, like, much, uh, <laughs> but right. you just ask them to do that, right? <laughs> no, okay, okay. For the live show, we, we really need ideas. The one we really need ideas. The one is yeah, like... Dude, you don't shit not, on other people. Uh, don't shit on yourself, man. <laughs> no, you know, oh, let me know what you think about, you know, my calendar or, you know, my my how I plan out my year and let me know what you're th- I'm, I'm like come on uh, you don't give a shit about it <laughs> don't pretend you just want to yeah. humble brag and, and then you just want to get people involved and engage with your content yeah that's where I will push back a bit because sometimes people do care Terrence don't be so cynical and don't be so pessimistic Ken. oh okay okay I mean like, yeah <laughs> but it's, it's just, I just I just uh, the last two weeks has been really painful on Instagram and and uh and, and Facebook la, just me, watching yeah. it. and LinkedIn man holy yeah, shit yeah, LinkedIn wow, wow. so painful so painful yeah but now yeah. it's our time our time to to Shine. give back <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. whoo okay now that that's that and now let's let's get into the, the, the business man yeah and appropriately it's about about the new year la, right yeah it's about the new year mm. and uh, would you like to do the honors what are we talking about the first topic yeah, uh, we are talking about a particular incident that happened on New Year's Eve. I mean, on mm. the coming of the New Year, mm. and um, the beloved, uh, you know, clubbing and drinking hotspot in Singapore, Club Key. Club Key. I mean, I think it's 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 not new news right now, but there was a crowd of almost, I think almost three hundred people. Oh, it's uh, been confirmed. Is it three hundred? No, I mean, I, I mean, a couple hundred lah. You look at the videos and all you can tell. Mm-hmm. But a crowd, about 200, 300 people who spontaneously gathered for the countdown on New Year's Eve. Uh, that means like towards midnight lah on New Year's Eve yeah, yeah. at Club Key. And, uh, you know, people were just partying with their masks off, you know, uh, popping champagne and making a lot of noise and just congregating during a period when, you know, Omicron is going nuts around the world and, we, you know, we're seeing 800 cases of COVID a day and it's rising like crazy. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that, that happened over New Year's Eve and uh, everyone was very shocked. And uh, Lawrence Wong then announced something that they're going to do about it, which is... That they are going to comb the footage of the raucous clucky gathering um, mm. via CCTV. La. Mm, yes, and they're going yeah. to study... They are going to study the CCTV <laughs> footage to identify the culprits. They go to uh, study the CCTV. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What is so, your I mean, ex- but, but firstly, firstly, like, like, uh, I mean, we can talk a little bit about how how do you spend your New Year's Eve, lah? Actually, uh, I spent it uh, with family, uh, with my fiance, my uh, aunt in Spain at her house, and my mom. Mm. So it was just indoors. 
Is that what Spanish play. people? Is that what the Spanish oh, people? Oh no, do? man! Spanish people party hard, but in like there were restrictions in Spain, like because just so happened that the three places in Spain that had the fastest rising Omicron numbers were Madrid, Barcelona, and Tenerife. Mm. And we, my aunt is based in Tenerife, lah. So there was some curfews. Um, there was no big event outside, which is what they normally do. There were fireworks, but there the fireworks because. I don't think it's a lot easier to get fireworks. So for like 15 minutes, fireworks were coming out of people's houses and all. Oh, really? Yeah, like from yeah, the windows? Yeah. From the from windows the, from, I mean, from the ground up, but they're all over the place. Mm. So it was quite interesting. But that's how I spent my New Year's. What about you? Uh, I mean, I spent it at home mm. uh, with family. I mean, yeah, like we... Wow, oh, happening, are we all? <laughs> yeah, we had dinner, we had lunch and dinner. We had lunch with some friends and all, but after that... Uh. Uh, it was just more or less a quiet uh night, you know, Netflix and Netflix and New Year's Eve, lah, basically. Netflix and New Year's Eve. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Because I mean I, I can't see the fireworks, unfortunately. The the distributed fireworks from my, my home because I live mm. on the lower floor anyway. Mm. But uh I I I thought it was a great idea lah, to do that again for New Year's yeah. Eve, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, and, and and you know, generally I think the mood this year everyone's a bit more resigned to a more subdued New Year's Eve and, and uh, we we're celebrating a bit more like an extended Christmas is kind of thing, like, You know, mm, mm, mm. Mm. and then and then slowly, uh, like, I think the day after it started spreading on Instagram or TikTok, uh, a certain video that showed a crowd, like, Right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, correct, correct. and then I think like that already caused enough waves. Um, uh, I think as early as January second, the mainstream media was all over it, uh, with mm. news about how, um, they became too big to control. Yeah, because I think yeah. people, <laughs> the first question you see is like, hey, what about the social distancing ambassadors and all? Uh? Yeah, um, yeah. But feels like it looked uh, like beyond control. Uh. And then there were there was talk about how this, I think the MTF themselves issued a statement saying this might become a super spreader event. Mm, I mean, they right? never confirmed it, uh, but they're just saying it could be. Yeah, it could be. It could yeah, be. But yeah, the word yeah. super spreader um, and clucky New Year's gathering has been has been uh, co- like consummated. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, right. but actually, what kind of um, are they just going into the, back to the event? Like, we we say it's an event, like it was coordinated, but really, it's probably just people uh sort of. I mean, as much as I I, I love conspiracy theories, it's more or less like it's just people maybe walking past and then at the stroke of midnight, it just happened to be a big crowd there lah at that point. Oh of yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you, do you mean, think, think anybody like? Deliberately was like asking people to meet up at that. that oh place. no, there was there was investigations that kind of like uh, confirmed that. So even Mr. Wong himself said, mm. uh, as uh, in the article published yesterday, six January, our investigations showed that this was not an organized event. What mm. happened was that people started gathering together. They got caught up in the moment, and soon we had a crowd of more than hundred people at the location, with many mm. flouting the rules. No yeah. SMMs no safe distancing, and clearly it was a potential super spreader event. Mm. And if you look at the video, it's confirmed more than 100 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, there are people oh. wearing like suits and, and all that, so they're like dressed up to, to party already like, for, for real. Yeah, and spreading, uh, sh- uh, like spraying champagne and shit like that. Like. Mm. Right, so, so I mean, clearly, clearly not COVID or pandemic friendly. Um, mm. But, I mean, not, not But you're saying during, not planned, uh, not planned, right? Not, it wasn't like uh, based on their investigations, lah. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like if they wanted to coordinate, uh, you know, they they 
they should have like tried somewhere else like Hong Lim Park or something uh, where where they could have got a permit. No, but things, Hong so. Lim Park, how to get <laughs> permit? Who the fuck got to approve this kind of permit? Kidding, kidding. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh. I mean, I mean, we oh. have um even in our own experience back before COVID and all, we have yeah. spontaneously like gone to like film a video around the Clark Key area, right? Oh and, yes, we uh, have. It's very, it's a very festive atmosphere when you walk around there. You know, like on on any night of the day, any night of the week, like Back then, you know, because mm. people who go to Clark Key generally, uh, even the like just outside Clark Key, outside the bars, it's a meeting spot for people, like The bridge, yeah, uh, you know, and usually they come smashed already, they're like drunk and ready to like you know jump into the clubs and all these things. Yeah, uh, but the, the, I think the thing now is that the clubs aren't even open past ten thirty p.m. already. So mm-hmm. a lot of people just end up bringing their own booze and probably sitting by the water and all that and just and just you know drinking lah. Yeah, so maybe yeah. that's how it all came together. People be like, okay, you know, we can't do anything, but let's just hang out in a group of five outside. We'll bring our own alcohol, and oh, then yeah, you know, multiple groups of five, and then they're like, oh, everybody's doing the same thing. Let's just you know whatever lah, right? I mean, you can totally see that happening. Even last time pre-COVID, you sometimes do get. Like let's say after, I mean, I can totally imagine people gathering together, uh, already pre-COVID. But we pre mm. COVID times, it's almost like, yeah, like it's almost rebellious, lah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, what I found funny, even the Malay Mail, uh, wrote an article. But some of the quotes they got from psychologists, like one psychologist was quoted saying, "Singapore is already known for its, um." So, so one psychologist told today that it may even be a sign that people are getting frustrated with COVID nineteen safety rules in Singapore. I'm like, fucking yes, lah. <laughs> yeah, well, you had you need to be a psychologist to realize that. Fuck, study PhD to and to and, uh, I mean, actually know that. Not shitting on that psychologist, but I just felt like as an intro to the paragraph, I'm like, oh shit, maybe that's why they gathered. Uh. Wow, mm. that was a mm. brilliant insight, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I mean, but, but my point earlier about talking about all that was that uh, essentially, like, um, yeah, if you just happen to be hanging out in a group of five mm. and, you you know, just happen to be making clucky your meeting point and you just happen to, you know, uh, anyway, a lot of people choose that same meeting area as well, right? Mm, Does that mm, make mm. you guilty of, of, you know, being in this, being part of this large gathering? Unfortunately, that, I think it is. Uh, it does. Oh, no, wait. So you're saying that I need to, if I see, if I just hang out in my group of five, but it just happens that like, you know, a hundred other people like suddenly converge upon the same place. I need oh. to run away from there. You know, oh, oh, oh that's what be, you I'm mean. Not guilty. That's know? what you mean. So that's yeah. where uh, they need to comb through the CCTV <laughs> and see whether people actively engage. Because yeah, if, if really you're sitting there and a crowd yeah. just forms around you, yeah, um, I don't think you're guilty, lah. Um, yeah. So that's why I think that it's they they have to study the CCTV footage to see if there was any instigators, lah. I suppose, right? But but the CCTV. So what's your your experience with CCTV footage at Clarkie? Yeah? Uh, there's a lot of cameras at Clarkie. Yeah, there's a fuck. Lot. There's a lot of cameras. Like you can't get away with doing anything without being recorded on camera. Yeah. And, and for good reason, like, I think a lot of drunk people there in very prime real estate areas and all that. So I think they want to prevent, you know, shit from happening. Like. And he's next to the water. Mm, correct, correct, correct. There, there are people right. who have jumped in the water and drowned and stuff like that before. Like, yeah. Yeah. So probably the coverage of the Clarkie area with CCTV is quite comprehensive. Like. Mm. Uh, I know 
previously when we did that one video that you mentioned, even though it was, what, 2015, I think, yep. uh, when we filmed, within like a minute, there are guards coming saying, okay, you can't film lah, the yeah, security, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but then, But then the one thing is, you think when they say combing of uh, CCTV, right? Uh, of course, this is putting on my tinfoil hat. Yeah. Uh, how come there's no mention of Trace Together? Is it because uh, that mm. is venturing into investigation for criminal purposes? Mm, actually, that's true. Huh? Yeah, yeah, this is a good point. Because, because if, the if anything, Trace Together of, would be yeah. the easiest way to catch everyone, uh, right? Yeah, like they just click one button, export .csv file, uh, and everybody kind of fuck. Correct, correct, correct. That's true. Hey, no, but, but going back to what we're discussing like, in that, just because you're there doesn't oh, yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah, make you guilty or have the intention of gathering in such a big group. Right? Oh, so that's why they need the CCTV footage. Yeah. So, so that's why it's interesting. Like, if you are the one studying CCTV oh. footage, you probably have to look for, okay, who's the guy that popped the champagne? Who's the guy that mm. started shouting or raising their hands and come on and then waving for everybody to join in and everything? Like. Then so, you need to make an example of that person, you know. Maybe they will even merge the data because the CCTV gives you the visuals, right? And mm. then from there, with all the data about the activity of independent uh, Bluetooth devices and how yeah. they pair, I'm sure you can map it, lah. And that's yeah, where yeah. that's where it'll become tricky, man. <laughs> I mean, okay. First thing, maybe you look for groups that are larger than five that mm. gathered there, right? I think mm. if you see them moving as a group of like 10 or what, it's it's, it's pretty obvious really. Then after that, yeah, you probably have to look for, see if you can gauge, you know, who is the one that started, you know, rounding up people and, and doing all these things. I think, unfortunately, there's a couple of uh, Caucasian guys wearing suits who were popping yeah, they champagne. Yeah, they cannot, they probably <laughs> faces cannot printed out, put at yeah. Minister of Manpower and all yeah, that. Yeah. They're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's find these guys, you know. Any issues coming up for the next month, we have scapegoats ready. Yeah, the team correct, scapegoat correct. has been assembled. Um, yeah. Which is why you think about it, the, just the optics of it also, right? By associating this with super spreader. Mm. Because previously, the super spreader was what? Changi Airport, the, yeah. the fishery, fishery yeah. the KTV. It was all, when people here were like, hey, this one you can predict. Hey, government, why never do this? Now yeah. the government is like, yo, man, yeah. this is the super spreader event. I think yeah. any spike in Omicron, they will fucking trace them, back yeah. to, to, to this. Yeah. Yeah. So But isn't it quite a funny also that um remember about a year ago when the when the crowds of uh people stormed the US Capitol building? Mm. And then and Oh yeah, then, a year ago, uh, literally. Yeah, and then all they had to identify these people were social media and CCTV footage and all that. And mm. they managed to catch quite a number of people who instigated the riot and were leading people and everything. Mm, so that's like, true. This is like Singapore's version of it, right? You know? The yeah. Club Key, who have all these whatever they call these people, the the storming of Club Key or something like that. The storming the of Club Key. Yeah. The, the, the you know, all the basically they're looking for the instigators of the of the storming of Clark Key. Uh. The Clark Key riots. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clark Key riots. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so funny. Uh, like in the US, they're trying Clarkie to catch riots. them for, for insurrection. You know? Insurrection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Singapore, we're catching them for, for partying, uh, basically. Partying. But, I mean, it just, like what I think the is more worrying is um, the fact that, okay, until the investigations of this come to light, which probably will take a while, uh, right? Mm. It almost feels... I'm sure it has inspired a bunch of people to to just start doing this kind of shit. Because it mm. always starts with mm. with something that's done and people say, hey shit. Wow, that's that's a that's that's a that's a, a lick, is it? What was that? The 
the TikTok thing. Oh, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, is it a lick? The, is it the, some, the, the dev- devil's devilish, lick? Devilish lick or something like that. Nah? Something like that. Even if we are getting it wrong. But it yeah. feels like it's going to be something like, hey, you know, you do it. It's a way of rebelling. And, well, I mean, that psychologist was on point saying there is fatigue, right? Um, there is a lot of just like people are feeling what two years and Omicron I think now there's estimates that it may reach 15,000 cases a day Um, so there's probably no uh, timeline of the restrictions opening up it it hopefully won't get worse but I don't think it'll change right Mm. so it just feels like what does this mean for going forward because people are feeling fatigued and Mm. if these sort of things start happening uh, it will just be in some way you know like the, the, the unvaccinated crowd were the scapegoat for the measures this now, if it happens more often, they are going to be the reason for the measures remaining the same. La. So it's yeah. almost going to go to the opposite end. Yeah, more lockdowns. Uh. Yeah. Uh, and, oh yeah, let's and go that, back earlier. You were talking about yeah. devious licks. Uh. Devious licks. Div- oh, devious yeah, licks. Yeah, yeah. Just oh, so we don't... We don't devilish like, licks. Yeah. <laughs> seem fucking out, out of touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, devious I mean, it's, licks. it's true. La, and... and Omicron is a little bit worrying, uh, in terms of the 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 number of cases and also, yeah, we need to we need to find ways to, you know, like help people relieve uh lose uh, what do you call it uh, release steam uh, release steam you know mm, mm, mm. uh that that doesn't feel like you're just exploiting them at the workplace and all that because I mean now gatherings at the workplace can be up to a thousand people, so. <laughs> You know, I mean, if this was a work event, then it would be looked at differently, right? Yeah, that's why, I mean, I saw some chatter on Reddit uh, saying that, okay, but if you're organizing fireworks around the country, uh, wouldn't there have been, have, have been gatherings uh, mm. to watch the fireworks? I mean, that's very speculative, la, but mm-hmm. in this case, I guess, because it was captured on video and, and spreading, yeah. unplanned, and got people spraying champagne and unmasked, yeah. Yeah. it just feels like, hey, this one, they have to take a stance on it. La. Yeah. But actually, yeah, right. I just ask you, uh, would you do you think it would have been fun to be in, in this crowd or not? Uh yeah. <laughs> huh, really? You think so? I mean, of course the the measures, I mean the risk aside, if you talk about fun in that moment, of course it'd be fun, right? No, don't but I've spent New Year's Eve at um like those Orchard Road countdown like back in the day, la. Yeah. Even in like even in the two thousands and not I'm not even talking about recently like in two thousand. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, is this this clustering of people that is like all oh, hot and smelly bodies everybody just like squeezing it's just not pleasant at all uh. so but they want different what they want, they want you were you were there for how long how long were you with for the countdown crowd? for the countdown uh. yeah for the countdown for how many minutes for uh, whatever half an hour an hour blah blah yeah that's fucking long i don't think this was longer than that uh, why, why, why why you don't think it's longer i think this was probably like uh i mean even if it's half an hour first of all there is the the excitement, you know, when crowds gather, there's a certain energy there. But mm. in this case, you're doing something that nobody has done for a long fucking time, man. Oh, and you're, so you're, yeah, saying, I, you're saying that, that there's the added element of it being like, oh, illegal, that kind of thing. Uh. Yeah, oh, of course. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, I think so. It's like, you know, you're doing something that no one in Singapore is doing. Like how, it's a flex, uh, it's a flex. Mm. Like you go to Orchard Road, the countdown, Probably like if you told me you went there, I'd be like, thank God I'm not there. Like, mm. fuck, you can go with all these people. I have other ways of celebrating New Year's. At mm. a time when people were probably all indoors or just not with a group of people, you see this, there's a certain element of, yo, I'm in the cool crowd, man. Mm. So let's say you were in the area and then you saw this crowd, you would actually go towards it. Lah. 
with your uh, friends. No la, hey, that's uh, joining a big dot la, bro. No, 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 no. I'm just it's a hypothetical. I, just, I, let I me would put observe. This, let no, me put I would this, observe. Let me put this to you. Let me put this no, to you. I would observe. I would, I would, I would move away and observe. So I would enjoy watching it. But at mm. the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, somehow these people are gonna get fucked. And mm. even if they don't get fucked for the next few months, they will have that at the back of their head. Oh shit, yeah. I might get fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think actually, yeah. As much as I think I'm a logical person, it's it's just it feels like such a naughty thing that yeah, you know, you'd be very exactly. attracted to go and at least go and watch and see what happens. It's I mean. a naughty thing. Then you yeah. can be one of the three hundred, you know. Yeah, like it, twenty it, years it's a down story. the road. It's a story to tell people, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a story. Exactly, it's a yeah. story. Like, hey, you know, twenty years ago during the height of the pandemic, yeah. you know what I was doing on New Year's? I was like, Clarky, bro. Yeah, but more if it turns out, yeah, what if it turns out everyone thought the same? Like they're just there to record these crazy foreigners, you know, like spring champagne, and then it ends up like they become oh, they- part of the part of the the culprits at the club key so, news eve gathering. So then, uh, sucks for them, Like when yeah. I mentioned just now, I would observe it. I would observe it from a from distance, distance, like yeah, across yeah. the river. Yeah. Then you take out, whip out your Samsung Galaxy yeah, S twenty one five G Ultra, <laughs> and zoom in, and then film the whole thing. Zoom in. The ultra zoom. zoom. Not yeah. sponsored. Not sponsored. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Because because it is one of those things that I mean, and that is not even considering the fact that right now, yeah, we still have a part to play. Like. I mean, the same reason why we wear masks, the same reason why we sanitize is because mm. um yeah, like, we we all are responsible to a certain extent. Like. But mm. in this case, I will say there will be like what? You have to force yourself out of it. Like. Mm. But of course, if if people are inebriated and all that's then it just reduces the the motivation to move out. Mm. I'm sure we've all... How many people do you think will kena? Like really like kena for this? 100. Huh? So many. Uh. Yeah, I think so, man. You oh. think about it like you... like. I'm pretty sure the CCTVs at Clarky are quite um, comprehensive. I wouldn't say powerful because we've all seen CCTV footage. It sucks. Mm. Right? I would say comprehensive. Given the scale, given the fact that I'm sure the government wants to make a stand... Um, twelve people go Lazarus, Lazarus Island. Also, they all kinda uh, screwed. Mm. So this one, I think they will be made an example. I think mm. I think you. I think you? I think less than twenty will will kinda. Ah, really? Yeah. Because I think like what we were discussing earlier, the intent of being there needs to be very firmly established, and uh, to to make an I don't think they need to make an example of hundred people to scare people. Mm, they will make an example true. of those people who very clearly were were like you know blowing champagne and everything so you uh, think champagne champagne guy is screwed la. the champagne the champagne those two guys <laughs> champagne in the champagne guy. photo they're done already la. <laughs> champagne yeah. guys are screwed la. yeah they pack out the bags already but <laughs> but yeah I think less than 20 people will, will come out in total that's my guess oh really yeah let's see where we oh. go it's good, okay, la, it's good still, that we got different, different I'll still keep mine at 100 it. yours 20 yeah, so when 20. we revisit this in future we can actually make a comparison yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see Mm-mm-mm. cool 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 yeah uh, but yeah I mean, uh, speaking of uh, super spreading, you know, <laughs> what happens? What happens one day when your innocent child asks you about questions about spreading his seed? Mm. Know, how do you mm. answer these kind of questions? That is our next topic, Yeah, right. oh, it's good to it's good to be back doing goofy topics, Yeah, 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 and and giving because this kind of like segues, this yeah. kind of segues <laughs> that like get you get to play words every time these segues happen. Yeah, but yeah. But this topic is 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 a fun one. It's a fun one. Can you it's please fun one. give the introduction for this? Uh? Uh, I think it was on January fifth or fourth. 
long-time Singaporean actress Jessel- Jacqueline Tay, who's quite, quite Jessel- one of the, Oh, Jessalyn. Oh, shit. One of the legends of Mediacorp, la, right? Um, She was yeah, quite, she was la, quite right. popular back in her day. La, yeah. yeah, not Zoe Tay or Fan Wong level, but up there, la, right? She left She left uh, showbiz for quite a while, a uh, number of years. In, okay, the, okay. in the last 20 years, like, yeah. Yeah, but one of the, when Mediacorp was uh, at its peak uh, in terms of like the popularity and all, she was she was up there. So yeah. she shared on Instagram and I believe Facebook as well a certain conversation with her 10-year-old son mm. um, where I'll just read a few excerpts. Um, Last night, my son asked me about sex. I've given him sex education before and taught him to stay pure. So, okay, first of all, like... Um, she posted it on Instagram, but then took it down. But mm. then now it's all over the internet that it almost feels like. Um, actually, do you do you have any issues with us talking about her post? Oh, uh, why 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 would you have issues? Um, because I mean, I saw. I mean, even Siashwe uh, responded about it. Uh, mm. because I mean, there is a child involved, her child, mm. right? But uh, the fact that it's all over public media uh, yeah. or like at least newspapers, it means it's 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 public info. I think yeah, you can do it. You can talk about it without without you know bringing the child's name and everything in. Oh so yeah, la, yeah, la. I think it's okay. Yeah, it is in yeah. the news, alright. So yeah, it is going to be discussed whether or not we discuss it. On, or, so or she 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 talked about a question that um yeah her son asked her uh about sex la, and mm. she said she has given him sex education before and has taught him to stay pure. And then she just showed some examples of the questions, uh, like, uh, does it really feel good when a penis goes into the vagina? And mm. then she said, yes, but don't be perverted. You should only feel good with the one you're married to. And then she mm. goes on to kind of, kind of um, guide him towards the path of uh, celibacy. Celibacy, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Even when he asked what to do with my like uh, penis uh, stands and I feel like having sex and then she responded with just control and then yeah. she talked about how she got a revelation uh, through God in her sleep about how a pure soul should not be aroused. Like, and mm-hmm. it talks about like how yeah, if you're pure in the mind, you wouldn't feel sexually aroused. And then she goes on to say how challenging it is to bring up a wholesome boy. Like. So she deleted the post uh, and then yeah. Siashre went to town with it. Um, and then basically, yeah, like she was sharing all this info and there have been a lot of comments online. But when you saw this, what were your thoughts? Uh? Like which I one mean, do you see first? Do you see her original post? Uh, I mean, I saw that Mothership posted about it. But uh, it, only, it only really you know picked up a life of its own, I think, when Siashre when Xiaxue uh, posted on Instagram posted stories about it. Because mm. I think Xiaxue really added, uh, I mean, she added the perspective from a, a fellow mother, a mm. fellow influencer, and and really pointing out how kind of like uh, painfully hilarious this 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 post is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, kudos to Xiaxue again for, you know, Throughout sure, the years, yeah. every year, <laughs> even at the start of twenty twenty two, after such a dramatic year, she still manages to somehow place herself at the forefront of all these all these interesting things that she happen, has you know. strong past few months, eh? mm, very very strong, strong very strong. man, strong past few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, So, so that's how I, I came came about it as well, and it it also sparked the discussion between uh, my wife and myself about oh, what how are we going to speak about these kind of issues. To your kids one mm. day, like, when they ask you the same things, like. 
yeah. yeah. How about how about you? How do you come across this? Uh? Uh, I came across because yeah, I saw it bubbling up lah. Like uh, mm. when I was researching for this podcast, I saw it come up. Um, and then yeah, I started digging into it, and I thought okay lah, it's it's an interesting goofy topic lah. Mm. Because mm. I mean, for me, it's more about okay the sharing of the info because ultimately she has posted about her son before, right? Mm. So mm, you yeah. want to post about conversations with your kid, sure, but keep your kid anonymous, lah. So as now her, can, s- yeah. her son has been sh- uh, uh, in the public, uh, mm. and now she shared this. He's mm. ten years old, and mm. it feels like whoa, whoa, uh, are you sharing a bit too much on behalf of your son? Like he has no mm. idea, what, right? Uh, or he might, he might have. Idea. He might like, he might like. He yeah, might feel like this is the age, correct la. way to. This is the correct way to do it, lah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so that was my my thought, and I mean. <laughs> when I saw I think even back in 2020 there was a uh, she wrote on her Instagram that her son wants her to cane him even though he hasn't been naughty yeah. so she obviously shares a lot la. yeah yeah um, she shares a lot yeah and I mean she's posted about sex and all that before uh, yeah in March and I think yeah she's just sharing a bit much like it feels but from mm. your perspective as a, as a new parent right mm. what do you make of this um so me, I, I mean, I think there's a bit of a conflation about. Uh, I mean, there's there's a few different elements lah to this post that mm. make it in in Sasha's words very. Uh, uh, I think she says cringy lah, right? You know, mm. uh, and 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 almost hilarious to read. I mean, there is the aspect of uh, yeah, a mother trying to have a difficult conversation with her son lah. It's not easy lah, right? Talking about these issues. Uh, that's one aspect of it. Uh, the second aspect is that you know, her son, I mean, his face and everything is is revealed in this whole thing, which you know, is just is is never. Um, I I always I, I always think that you know, you know, when kids, one day when they grow up and then they realize that entire life has been shared on on social media via their mom's account and all that, you know, what would mm. they think, lah? Right, you know, and and I think. We are at the generation that where there there is this realization that they are starting to realize already, lah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then and then the third part, that third element of this post is that I think uh, Jaslyn Tay has has uh you know quite she's quite religiously conservative, lah, right? In her views mm. about sex and marriage and 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 all these things, and that can also rub people the wrong way, lah, right? Mm-hmm. So there are many different elements that people are criticizing about her post, lah, right? Yeah. Uh, but the, the the first element about how a parent should talk to their kid about sex and and the birds and the bees, I think it's 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 not an easy one, lah, right? And mm. then there's it's going to differ from parent to parent. It's going to differ from whether you have a son or whether you have a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to differ very much in yeah, lah, your own religious beliefs about things. So I cannot fault her for. For speaking so openly about it to her own son, lah, right? That one is is her prerogative as a parent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing, yeah. So, nothing so that wrong one, with it. Nothing wrong with how she's bringing up her her own kid, lah. Because if you ask me how I'm gonna do it as a parent, uh, I mean, uh, I will cross the bridge to get there. But one thing I did think about, lah, was like when I was ten years old, did would I have been able to articulate sex so vividly like this kid does? Like like when mm. you were ten years old, do you know like do you think you already knew what sex and all that was? No, <laughs> no right. Yeah, no. I, I feel like when I was ten years old, I didn't even know what the V word, what a vagina was. Uh. Yeah, I didn't even know. I never. I I mean, maybe I had maybe I had seen it what, but I did not know what it was, and nobody even breathed a word about it to me before. Yeah, 
Right. <laughs> like, so, I mean, maybe it's a generational <laughs> thing where kids today, the the easy access to, you know, online yeah, stuff, conform, pornography, yeah. everything. So, they, I mean, yeah. for him to articulate, well, when penis goes into a vagina, like, to even know that was like, it just blew my mind out there. Like, oh, you shit, know, you know kids how, are growing up so fast. You know how I found out or not? How? Like, I still oh. remember. I was fucking like in primary six. After uh. school, me and my friend went to popular bookstore. Okay? <laughs> popular bookstore. <laughs> And we were looking through an encyclopedia and yeah. for some reason, I don't think we seeked out the chapter on private parts or something, but we mm. chanced upon it and we're like, hey, that's a penis. Oh, wait. Mm. Oh, that's a vagina. And then the mm. next diagram was the penis inside the vagina and it was a cross-section and more like a illustration rather than actual pictures, of course. But mm. it's one of those things that, you know, when you see a cross-section or something, like a cross-section of an apple, it takes a while to figure out it's an apple. So we mm. were looking at this then we looked at the caption, uh, simulation of penis inside vagina, and I remember the moment both of us looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so essentially, it you, was in popular you, bookstore. No? The you lost your, you lost your mental virginity. You lost your mental virginity <laughs> in a popular, popular bookstore. bookstore. <laughs> in popular bookstore. <laughs> in popular bookstore. Like wow. just reading an encyclopedia and I remember my friend's face and I'm sure if he listens to this, he will remember my face because we're like, what? Yeah. yeah. I was fucking 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, mm. I think, yeah, my realization also only came around like 12 or uh, somewhere around there. 12 plus. You also uh, a popular bookstore in the other no, corner. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think this one, more, more, more probably like, like through friends or something like that come across like uh, some, you know, contraband uh, magazine mm. or something. Then you see, then you're like, oh shit, you know, this is, this explains everything. Like this explains why mm. when women walk around, there's no, you know, there's nothing, there's it's so flat and everything, you know. <laughs> and, you know? So, so that was literally like in my mind, like I had no clue. I was, I was still under some impression that, you know, if a guy lies down next to a girl in a bit, somehow pregnancy happens. And <laughs> you close like your that. eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like somehow, like some transfer or something happens through the skin. So that was no, how innocent the world was back then like, for us. But I was admittedly a prude also. Like. I would look back, I'm like, oh, allow it. what kind of kid was I, man? So I'm guessing yeah, um, uh, yeah. back then also there were, some of my friends also, I think they probably got knowledge earlier on, way earlier on. Um, yeah, yeah. So even then, yeah, like, but it would have been through other means. Like, like now, I yeah. guess as a parent, you probably have to start the talk earlier yeah. rather than later, like, right? Yeah, do yeah, you have yeah. do you have an age in mind, or are you just gonna wait for them to ask the question? Uh yeah, I think the moment they can, they probably get start getting exposed to the internet. I think mm. it's it's worth bringing it up because they're gonna whether or not they like it, they're gonna run to it, lah. Whether or mm, not they're looking mm. for it, they're gonna run to it. So it, it is worth starting to talk about it. So and so it you took, said yeah. Wait, go on. Yeah. No, I I think it's more about the. Uh, normal. Trying to normalize, talk about it, like what you said, la, You know, you said that you were prude, but but ultimately we were just products of our time, la, Right? Where, when at that point of time, that like parents don't even mention these things, la. Mm. Nobody talks about sex education or anything like that. Whereas now, I think it's much more open about it and all these things. And you know, we, we you need to have a strategy, la, to face it. So just now you said that you will cross the bridge when it comes, but. Do you have like some sort of methodology in your mind that you think, okay, first you will read up or talk to people, understand, and then or you just wait when it comes, and then you just imagine like you're having a podcast with your kid. No, no, no you. I think I think this is where uh, I think reading up and finding out what other people do does mm. help la. So I, mm. in some ways, Jocelyn Tay, I mean, credit to her. 
I think she's trying to relate her issues to to other you know mums and, and and parents out there as well of young young kids uh, how to talk to them about it. It's just that when when your views uh you know are so confined to your religious beliefs and all that, then that's where it becomes hard for other people to accept that this is what you're telling your kid lah, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And and, yeah. and not not and, and almost like uh in some ways almost not giving him a choice about how he wants to live his life as well. Because the truth mm. is when you tell a kid, a ten year old kid something and you are his trusted, you know, parent and confidant and everything, there's a good chance that they will believe you for a good few years of their life, lah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Until until, you know, when they come to the age where they're a bit more rebellious, then they start looking at things up themselves, then they realize, hey, shit, mom, you've been lying to me all this while. And then, mm. then, they, then it's very bad. La. So, 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 um, yeah, la, I mean, that, that's what I think about it. La. And, and, uh, but, but, yeah, la, so that there's an aspect of it, of it as a parent, what she's saying. But, you know, in terms of like the religious conservative belief she has, right, what do you think about what she was telling her son? La? Uh, I mean, I disagree, like, completely. <laughs> <laughs> So you tell your you tell your future kid or what? Just go out there and experience the world and fuck and like in the words of paraphrasing Xiaoxue, is to go and enjoy the good pussy out there and all that. Yeah, yeah. you must say that that's a quote from Xiaoxue. Yeah, yeah paraphrasing. That's, paraphrasing. Yeah. she's literally paraphrasing. what she said. Yeah, so I yeah. mean, I'm not some misogynist. That's what she said. Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh. that's a, no, but I mean, I think you also, I think for her, that can be her thought. But I also think it's a very it's one perspective and. It's almost very, uh, like um, it's it's skewed more by conservative thoughts, and I don't even know whether that's it's fully based on religious beliefs. But I also feel that that sex and is part of being human, like, And there's a way to mm. do it responsibly, and mm. there's it. It can't just be one way, like, You know, mm. uh, if you hold back, like uh, there are pros and cons. If you mm. go all out pros and cons, so it just needs to be a more mature discussion, lah. I feel. Yeah, yeah, and, and that one feels and a bit too dogmatic, lah. A bit too dogmatic, a bit. Uh, but I mean, you, you. I mean, on the contrary, like it is. She is his guardian. She is the parent. Uh, yeah, she's already introduced him to religion. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, and 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 the concepts of God and everything. So, in some ways, this is just an extension of the teachings of the religion, lah. Right. So yeah, so I guess nothing. I guess really you, her, you, right? you you can't fault parents for kind of uh inculcating what they believe into their kid. But I guess it's more just the fact that she so openly shared it online when she's also a public figure, lah, right? Mm, mm, so that's yeah. why I feel like uh okay uh I feel more for the kid, lah, because as Yashwe said, uh, what you post on the internet stays forever. And it's mm. something about how we have, I think, discussed previously about posting about your kids, right? Mm. Uh, you're posting without their consent, essentially. Mm. And it's going to last with them forever. Like, and when they grow up, it's going to be traced back. And yeah, like you also can imagine when you're 15, 16, oh, you're talking about sex and all that. And someone says, hey, last time your mother posted about this, you better not have sex. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. then it just feels like, uh, okay, it's more about the kid. Like. I think she's free to post whatever she wants. Even yeah. her conversations like this, I mean, she she can have these conversations, but to post about it, I think it's doing a disservice to her son, lah. Mm, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe maybe if anything, lah. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe if I were her, I wouldn't have posted it alongside a photo of the son, lah. You know, 
so, oh she posted so, it alongside a photo of Sun essentially lah yeah yeah she did she did and then uh, yeah, oh, it just oh yes correct oh shit it just it just put, it just makes it so much easier to put one and one right you know mm-hmm. it was just a post uh, featuring herself talking about a difficult conversation and her own slightly conservative views about it it's not so bad lah but yeah lah when you put the son's face there you know and and and, and Xiaxue is, Xiaxue, I know and in this case Xiaxue is totally right lah that yeah lah you you are going to open him up to. Uh, as much as we think that the world is going to be very nice to, it will one day be very nice to people and people are open about sex. And you are going to face people who are going to make noise about this and, and make fun of the your son because of this, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I want to believe that in, 20, in 10 years' time when he reaches an age when he can openly talk about sex, uh, you know, people in the army and all that won't be making fun of him. But... Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, suddenly know. he go the other way. Then he's like, you know what? No, I need to. I need to go all out, man. Then also, she's doing That's a disservice true. herself, also. Right? That's true. Yeah, you you sort of, yeah, you sort of like, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess the, the the big thing I have about it is almost the way she makes sex sound sex outside of marriage sound bad. like so bad. Uh, like it's yeah, such a it's such a terrible thing and you contaminate your soul and words like that that uh, honestly uh yeah it could it could you know it, child psychology it could it could be quite uh quite quite uh it could, it could have like long-term effects uh, on how he thinks about intimacy and things like that law yeah yeah and i mean you always hear stories about how you know like people say i was you know uh meek or um people thought i was this way when i was young and that's why i joined martial arts and i'm now the world boxing champion <laughs> this guy will be like some the Annabelle you know, Chong Annabelle Chong <laughs> <laughs> I mean that one I think got a whole lot of other things uh, mm. but um, um, I, like it's one of those things that it feels you are yeah, doing your kid a disservice and influencing him one way or the other mm, mm, and it just yeah. feels like wow, wow but she's quite open about her post yeah. if you look at the post she's done on Instagram before she's very open about her religion and her thoughts on sex outside marriage you know yeah, which I think is fine when it's your own, when it's your own thoughts about it, and you're you know a fully grown adult and mature, and and you can have your own choices, lah, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to kids, I think you always need to think uh, think a bit more about what you're posting about your child, lah, right? You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what if he was like, yeah, twenty one year old man and everything? Would he look back at this and like, and be cring- cringing, cringing about it, lah, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So you you think about that when you talk about uh, but I mean you post about your like well what's your how do you think about posting like family photos and all? Uh? I think uh, I think family photos is in general. I mean you can't. I think you can't get away from from social media lah. This mm. is the world that we're in. They're gonna grow up with and and uh you know they're gonna interact with social media from a very young age already. So mm. maybe our our very outdated ideas of not posting anything about your your kid and all that. I think it's very hard la. It's very hard to enforce that la. Mm. So um, I I I still think you know you should think twice every time you are posting for about someone who who you know cannot reply your post or cannot doesn't have an account himself to 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 say something. To yeah, you know, yeah. to, to, to rebut you or, or to, to, to let you know what he or she thinks. Mm. So you should always uh, yeah, you should always take a second and think about, you know, why are you posting this? Is it for your own ego or 
or or is it in the interest of you know this really opening up discussion and and things like that lah. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But, so so but it's, well. it's worth thinking about lah. I mean, because yeah lah, I I do I do think about it like you know if I'm having such a happy moment with my child and I want to share it with the world and for people to be happy and all that. But uh yeah lah. But in the end, I always. I we I think I always end up deleting whatever I draft lah, you know. Was times. it? Yeah, yeah, really? Because because for me it's like, you know, it's as a, I mean, at the end of the days, the memory is more for us myself and close friends and family to enjoy, what, right? So, yeah. so what's what is the benefit to really sharing with the world other than, you know, humble bragging and and things like that lah. I mean, that's one thing that I also struggle with. I mean, I I don't post much on social media, so. On the work side, yeah, I know I need to post more. But yeah. personally, I always struggle with the motivation to share that much. Mm. And I'm always curious when people who share so much, right? Like, um, mm. what is the motivation? Mm. Uh, yeah, that's something. I, because I totally get what you mean. Like, the memory is meant for the people involved and maybe the closest people. But do you yeah. need to put it on a public space? Yeah. And if you talk to people who are, you know, big public influencers, uh, I think even they have parameters on that. Like like mm, you know, mm, the shares and and all that the world. They have parameters about what they will or wouldn't post about friends. I and think family once you all, once you yeah. see it as once it's your profession, yeah, like you need boundaries. Yeah. But it's more about I mean, even you scroll on your Facebook, Instagram, some people share stuff. I'm like, okay, this is obviously not your career and all. Like, what is it cathartic? Like you know, for for me, it's fucking cathartic to do this podcast to talk mm, through mm. shit, and I always feel energized. Like maybe for like social media posts, there are some people like that. Oh yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I think there is right. a, there is there is a sense of like you know, reaching out and and telling the world about uh, about uh, you know everything that is going on in your life lah. Mm. Uh, and and there is a so you yeah. feel that or you're rationalizing that. I feel that I feel that the the adre- there is an adrenaline rush when you post something and you get validation in the, the form dopamine of likes. hit lah. The dopamine hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the the problem is that. Uh, the algorithms have have skewed them in a very unhealthy way, lah. They have incentivized, can, yeah, incentivized certain behaviors, lah. Yeah, you need to be more and more extreme with every post in order to get the same dopamine hit from before, lah. So, mm. you know, I just think, how can everyone be so like so introspective, so like looking back at their lives all the time? Every every Friday, cleaning out their cupboard and finding some old photo that they post of themselves last time, very handsome or very thin, and then kind. Of, who cleans the house so often? You know, <laughs> every every other week, got this. Uh, oh, I'm cleaning up my attic and found this old photo. I'm like, hey, fuck off, lah. You know, probably it's got not this the same. It's not the same person, what? It's different people, what? Different, yeah, But my, I mean, how every many time, people? Every time they, people? they, they, I know. Every time I see someone put an excuse, oh, cleaning up my cupboard and found this, I'm like, hey, please, lah, don't. Don't need to talk about cleaning out your cupboard. You've been waiting to post this for months, lah. I know, lah. No, but you legitimately never been in the in the in the stage where when you clean your cupboard, you find something you're like, "Hey, shit! This brought back a bunch of memories." You yeah, never. Yeah, but the, the, it's the urge to share that I don't. I, that I'm saying is like, why? Why need to share until like that? So oh, okay, lah. Then that's a different thing. Then don't shit on people cleaning their cupboard and finding stuff, ah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> you're shitting I'm, on the wrong I'm a, thing. I'm on rampage, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm humble bragging, rampage, humble yeah. bragging, and cleaning out your closet are the two <laughs> big sins, pet peeves. So, <laughs> so if you all really want to, if you're listening and really want to annoy Terence, right, if you're yeah. friends with him or yeah, don't humble brag on our Reddit, please. Yeah, just yeah, humble yeah. brag on other platforms where you know Terence might see it, uh, yeah. and tag Clean him, your closet, tag yeah. him, yeah. 
that post on Instagram and tag Terrence. <laughs> Cleaned out my closet and found this thing that was so humbling. Found this so humbling. <laughs> made you reconsider your life options. Yeah. Um, which I am fine with. It's just Terrence. In fact, maybe I'll do that. After that, I got a bunch yeah. of stuff to clean. I'll find like a receipt about the time I had coffee with uh my friend or uh something like that. And I'll post yeah, it yeah. and tag you, Terrence. Yeah, I'll make sure to comment also. I'll leave some yeah, yeah. nasty comments. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah. So I I guess I guess this big topic is generally about oversharing, la, right? Yeah, Especially oversharing. when it comes to kids and all that, right? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That's a big thing. And oh, uh oh, never mind, we can just go into the next topic and I'll talk about that. Uh which is the one show comment of the past few weeks. Yep. Not just past week, the past few weeks. Yes. Uh would you like to go first? Um I mean uh it's super it super warmed my heart lah. On on Reddit there was a uh one of our listeners who posted basically about uh the about her uh, I mean is the listener is Melly Musk. And she, mm. she is the headline is slightly late, but thanks Yalaba for making twenty twenty one great again. And and she puts up a little uh vlog that she put out on YouTube about about what uh, got her through twenty twenty one. So I think this listener, many must I believe she lives in uh New Zealand or something. Mm-hmm. And she was uh you know, through quarantine, through lockdown, and everything, spent a lot of twenty twenty one being alone as opposed to with her friends and family, lah. So she made a vlog talking about the things that got her through 2021. And uh, one of the first things she talks about is our podcast, which was uh, great. Like, you know, I mean, I always love shout outs, but this one in a, especially made it very, uh, very real for me because it's, it's someone creating content about us as content creators, which, which, which blows my mind. Uh. It's like you know, those reaction videos and all that. Because, mm. you know, like, to, to hear someone really explain why the, the podcast matters mattered to them and, and matters to them and and it helps to keep them closer to home and all that. Uh yeah, it, it makes it very real and, and yeah, it, it's just a it's just a real form of like uh validation that what we're doing is is more than just two of us talking cock all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's helping people keep in touch with news and, and find the different perspectives to analyze simple, simple issues like how how to talk about cuckoo bird with your children and things like that. Lah. Yeah, so that was my favorite. That was my favorite comment, yeah. So on one hand, our podcast could be described as someone said, you know, um, it's good for the soul and mind. On another hand, it's two guys talking about how to how kids can have uh, how to what how to what do you say your cuckoo bird what? Talk, talk about cuckoo bird with your children. <laughs> <Talk about cuckoo. laughs> yeah, two different ways to describe our podcast. Correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, that that was a very sweet post, like, sweet video. Mm, mm. So I mean, yeah, I mean I guess it's half a shout out to her to to go check out her, her you know, her new YouTube channel. Cause I it's always interesting to see how young Singaporeans are living overseas, like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So right. so that, what that about was you? cool. Uh for me it was the the thread started by long-time uh, commenter Tiramisu Macha about potentially, I mean, just asking whether they're about other fans going to our live show and just kicking start a discussion that about, you know, meeting up after the show or something. You mean kick, like, oh. kick-starting, kick-starting a discussion? What did I say? What did kicking I say? Kicking start. start. Kicking start. <laughs> a kicking start you. Uh. You know kicking the website starter. kickingstarter.com? <laughs> wow. New vocab. Kicking start. 
kickstarting. Oh yeah, kick. yeah. What a way to kicking start 2022. <laughs> oh, love that. What the fuck, yeah? Yes, kickstarting, kickstarting. A uh, mm. threat. Um. That, that is kind of talking about meeting up with other Yalabad fans. Uh, because I think why it's cool is, the reason why we started this Reddit was because one of our listeners also said, you know, it was cool interacting with us on Instagram, but it was one-on-one. She just was hoping that maybe there's a way to interact with other listeners. And then mm. now it's like the leveling up. Okay, there's a chance. We're already interact, interacting with our fans and all. Now it's to, but like there's a chance for them to meet us in real life, but also meet other Yalabad listeners in real life. Mm, Just, correct. I mean, that's great, lah. I mean, as long as it doesn't like go into like a hundred, three hundred people. Yeah, at <laughs> gathering together. We, we meet, meet outside. Then at how? Yeah. Then how, Terence? It's a Yalabad event, no? Will you? Yeah. Will you extricate yourself or not? I will. I will stand at the side and take video, lah. <laughs> Like yeah. watch, watch what people so me doing. and you me and you just standing at the side as all the listeners get arrested yeah. right. we're like you know, thanks thanks guys for the support yeah I'll send you a bottle of champagne make sure to pop it <laughs> yeah that's get yourself but yeah I mean that, that, that was cool to see because I think we might very well organize like uh, socially distance just face to face thing after the event or something uh, we'll as a result can, of that because yeah. I know there are some very strict rules about uh, performers and audience interacting. That is la. true, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Because I guess they're expecting everyone to be like more like a mosh pit like that, like, you know, and if the performer goes in there it goes it just goes crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's why I mean all the more reason uh it would be great if you could just kind of let us know if you're coming, how many of you are coming via sharing the Instagram post, just so we have an idea of like how many diehard fans are gonna be there, man. Mm, yeah, yeah, correct. That yeah, true. cool. And then now cool. the one shock thing for the past few days. Yeah, it's like what ten days, man. You better have a damn awesome shock thing. Eh? Uh yes. Let me let me pull up the one that I have. Uh, you wanna go? You wanna go first? Can uh, uh, mine is uh, I think uh, this year because we've all been you know New Year's is not what it used to be like, right? It's very mm. subdued and everything. So I've been like. You know, it, music is a very big part of like my, my every time I commute or drive and, and all that. And and just getting the mood of things. So up to Christmas and Boxing Day, like obviously I'm listening to Christmas songs like crazy. La. But yeah. then I realized between Boxing Day and New Year's, right, I don't have any like real soundtrack to really like accompany me, you know, to get me into the mood of this slightly subdued New Year's. La. And then it was, you know, rainy and it was very chill. Just felt like a very different kind of vibe that. I've never had to cater music for before, long, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, very lo-fi-ish kind of vibe. So I was like, okay, okay, I need to find a playlist on... I'm sure somebody's come up with a playlist on Spotify for this mood that I'm feeling. La. And and yeah. I, I think I found one that really like captured captured that mood very well. La. And mm. um, I, I also believe that this is a, created by a Spotify user from Singapore. Uh, so so in that sense, it's also uh, I'm also giving it a shout out as a one one shot thing, so that people can also uh, listen to it and you know decide for yourself if you like that feeling. But but this one is really great for the the, the title of this playlist is late night drives with you like you as in like the letter U la. and mm. it's by Baby V Baby V with some emoticons here and there. It's only got about a thousand plus likes on um on Spotify. But it's an yeah. eleven-hour playlist that this person has curated. That includes music by, you know, like uh, even Gentle Bones and and 
and people like that. But but it's all very that kind of mood when you're driving late at night. There's a slight drizzle, and you know everyone's sort of in the between New Year, between Christmas, between and New Year's kind of mood. But it was very chill and it's very nice, nice music lah. So yeah, do check out this this playlist if you're you know if you're on the late night run or late night commute or whatever. Late night drives with you by Baby V, and uh, the the good thing is not all instrumental. There's a lot of uh pop pop music that I think is a bit more of that kind of a uh, very mm. chill, very very cool vibe. I mean, there's like uh, L A N Y in here. There's the weekend in here. There's this. Phineas, you know, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, the 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 brother, oh, of Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish's brother. brother yeah, yeah. There, there's music from all of them in there, so it also makes me feel a, a bit like more connected to pop music and all what's all that that's out there, lah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so cool, I mean, it's man. one. I love it when I discover someone who's got you know got that the same vibe as me in terms of the the very specific kind of music to get you through certain emotions that you're mm. having, lah. So, I yeah. see, and I mean, yeah, like that kind of lo-fi music, uh, and if you see what it's eleven hours, uh. eleven hours. Yeah. Wow, that's great, man! I love but, but that kind of shit. Also, you know, I know lo-fi is nice and all, but lo-fi just feels very, to me, just feels very manufactured, like, You know, it, it just what like, do you mean? as people just search lo-fi, and because mm-hmm. everyone else is listening lo-fi, everyone else is playing lo-fi, then they just blah, blah, blah. whereas this one, yeah, like every track, it's a, it's a song by a, 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 a you know an artist who has something specific to say and and all that lah. Obviously, yeah. mostly about love and all these things, are, but but that's what that's what makes it more interesting for me, lah. That, that that all these songs are are by different people, different things, but they're all capturing that same unique feeling of driving late at night, you know, drizzling and things like that, lah. Oh, yeah. I love that shit, man. Mm, cool, cool, cool. So do check it out, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is your one show thing? Uh, my one show thing was a show that I watched, started watching on the plane on the way back, and I'm only in one episode in. But it's actually quite. I think it's a very easy and light watcher. It's called. It's a show called the Hookup Plan. You know how mm. app right? <laughs> We're talking about how to talk about cuckoo bird with your children. The <laughs> yeah. show is essentially about a uh, a newly single like thirty something woman who is not the best at love. So her friends hire a male escort to take her on a few dates. Like so, I, right now I just finished the first episode where it's building the story of her and. Uh, about her failed relationships and all. It's a comedy, but it's in French. And I think, like, uh, I'm also trying to watch more foreign shows because, you know, as we create shows of our own, um, I also want to understand how to make something that is uniquely Singaporean but global. And I think watching foreign shows like this is in French and the way they tell the story, the visuals, it's quite interesting. Like, it's quite interesting. And you can tell it's not a coming out of the Hollywood um, machine or something. Mm. So... Yeah, and it's like the the format of like 20 plus minutes per episode, which doesn't seem that common these days anymore. But yeah, mm. so far I watched it and it's quite watchable and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Well, and it's on what's Netflix. It called again? It's on what's Netflix. it called again? The Hookup Plan. The Hookup Plan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it might descend into a shit season. But episode one, uh, I found eh, quite an easy watch. Mm. It's from 2018. Yeah. Uh? Oh, it's, it's 2018. like several seasons already. So three seasons in. Three seasons. Uh, right, so right, I started right. on the first season. Uh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, hey, it's quite a cool watch, and it doesn't seem. Like, I remember watching the first season, the first episode of Emily in Paris, and I'm like, holy shit, I can't imagine watching this. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. actually, what made you watch this? Just uh, because I mean, honestly, at first I thought, oh, this is one of those shows that I can download when I'm abroad and I can't watch in Singapore. So it's a foreign show. It's a short comedy. It looks interesting. Okay, let me give it a shot. That but was yeah, one of the it, reasons. It totally doesn't sound like the kind of show that you watch. Huh? 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So when I clicked it, I was like, okay, this. I mean, when you're going getting on a flight, I also wanted to have a shows of like one hour episode, forty minute episode. And yeah. I was looking for something that was in the range of like 23, 25 minutes. Then I saw this, I was like, hey, it's French. Uh, at least it's not uh, English or not from the US or from the UK. Mm-hmm. Let me give it a shot, download it. And yeah, then I watched one. I was like, hey, actually, I can see myself watching a few more episodes. Lah. Got it, got it. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. man. Oh, Harish, opening up to new horizons. Opening up, uh, man. Yeah, opening up. Opening up was a new year, man. New year. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Cool, man. That's All right, one it's good to be back. The first episode of 2022 in the can. Yeah. And yeah. we'll be back on the thrice a week uh, train. We are, we're back on it already. La. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, man. Right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Year.